0: Hey you beautiful people, it is another incredible episode of MedShield Movement Connect show with me, Dr. Fez, still here, great year, and we have another phenomenal guest. Now this is somebody who's going to help me understand self-love, self-love trainer, and also a yoga teacher, a personal trainer, and just all-round awesome individual, Jane Killian. Get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant. This is the MedShield Movement Connect show, where we connect the dots between fitness, health, wellness, nutrition, and of course you. Hosted by me, Dr. Fezim Keezer, and a special guest that we have every month, sharing knowledge, insights, and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger, and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today you amplify. It's the MedShield Movement Connect show. Let's go. Jane, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Um, I'm very excited because I know you are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to self-love.
1: I am. I'm the self-love queen. Oh, I love <laughs> this.
0: This is what I want, the confidence there and the fact that I probably don't have enough confidence when oh, it comes no. to navigating the story of self. But where I like to start with a lot of people is... Where did that journey begin for you? When were you conscious that you were actually entering into it?
1: Hmm. Okay, so I think like most women and men, we have issues growing up, we get teased, we have all these self-doubts. So, I had that growing up, as everyone else did. Mm. Um, But then, being a personal trainer, I heard every pain point during every session from every woman. So, I've heard it all. Trust (laughs) me. I'm (laughs) like a hairdresser, I've heard it all. Some things I wish I hadn't. (laughs) Um, And then, the basis of all of that was not feeling good enough. Mm. And I think all of us can agree there's wherever, if it's work, if it's home, if it's um, relationships, if it's friends, there's always something where you just don't feel good enough. And so, that was me listening to all these women every day for 14 years and it just became this natural progression where one day I started yoga and I was doing a workshop and we we're talking about the chakras so that's a little bit of a woo-woo the woo-woo side but it was all about your solar plexus ch- chakra which is all about your self-worth yes. and your self-confidence and it just like intrigued me and it hooked me um, and yeah it was like a week light bulbs just started going off and I realized that I had been talking to my clients As a self-love trainer the whole time because I wasn't the typical six-pack trainer telling you not to eat this not to eat that I was like 80 20 lifestyle eat the cake do this do that so I was always telling them to look in the mirror and tell themselves that they feel like they've lost weight or they look like they've lost weight and convince themselves and speak kindly to themselves so I've been doing that as a personal trainer when they were working on the outside going in and then to naturally progress from the inside out just made so much sense. So yeah, I had like thunderbolts of ideas, and I created Unselfish to me. So from there. I uh, created a self-love brand, and it slowly progressed from there. So it was me having my own doubts, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I came back from living overseas, and I had that cool. Heathrow injection, like everyone does. <laughs> um, and it was coming back and seeing that people didn't take me seriously or weren't interested in me or you know, looked at me differently that made me feel like really bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And then when I tried to lose the weight in the gym, which i used to being in the gym, and I was doing it for the wrong reasons, it wasn't coming off. And then when I flipped it and started doing it for myself, it started coming off. Mm. So I was like, okay, there's something to this. I need to actually look after myself and put myself first and start taking care of myself for myself, not for other people and not look a certain way because... I want someone to like me or be interested in me I was doing it for the wrong reasons and when I was doing it for the right reasons it's just yeah and it just started coming and that for me so I've never forgotten that and that's why I tell people you know even if you have to look in the mirror and convince yourself that you see a difference and I was doing that with my clients and I started working so it kind of became this natural progression from training the outside to training the inside Inside. as well Hmm.
0: I mean I love that you frame it that way Um, thankfully I'm also going to be completing my 300 hour yoga teacher training course yeah it, it, it's coming from the, the place I come from in terms of performance and the aesthetic element and then looking at the body and all of its multiple elements and how that actually speaks to who you may be and how you then present it to the world, hopefully to help others and make mm. them feel better, is such a big shift. And I think <laughs> for me, it was, it's was it been a big shift. And I've been incubated in this time. Yeah. For you, what were some of the, the points where you started to see it actually affected in life, over and above maybe how you were approaching losing weight or being in shape? Where did you see in your personal relationships that it was coming out?
1: Yeah, so when I, ca- I came back from overseas and all that, happened there was still a few quite a few years before i started working at the gym at vision active and um doing all the the like heavy stuff like the crossfit (laughs) and all those things it's so interesting how you say that because it is such a big shift and i don't think people who go and do the yoga training understand when you come from a fitness background like a hardcore fitness background going into such a soft so we are going from the masculine to the feminine And it's yin. Yeah. So it's such a huge shift, and your mind has to shift as well. But so for me, shifting from that whole space, and I'm not saying this to have like, oh, so people are interested in you. But when you go from that whole, um, I'm trying to lose wait so that people will be interested in me, and then you just don't care. It's like when, you, when you're when you younger and everyone says, well, if you want him to be interested in you, just act like you're you know, not you're yeah. interested. Just thinking, yeah, and me. that's when they come. And it was. Like suddenly <laughs> I was just like, uh, no, thank you. I'm looking after him. I'm doing me now. Mm. And then people started getting interested in you. But um, yeah, it's just like I just didn't care about other people around me i was focusing on myself and Mm. it really did make a difference in my work especially and i mean that's how this whole brand came to be i think because i was just so focused on also helping others and trying to educate my clients on what i was feeling what i had learned now and saying you can do this too you just need to think in this way Mm. so it does Mm. affect it like ripples out and affects others around you
0: definitely i mean not to say of course and this is what we always put as a caveat like It's great to be physically active and it's great to try to push yourself, but you also want to take care of all of those other elements. Mm. So then we move into self-love because you are somebody who knows about that. But for me and probably a lot more people at home, could you give me your definition? I sound like you on your podcast, (laughs) your definition of of what you see as self-love
1: so for me it is living authentically as yourself it's not changing yourself because the magazines say you should look this way or your partner says you need to behave in this way it's being and feeling exactly who you're meant to be mm. so I walk around each day and it took me years to get there but like I walk around I don't apologize for the way I dress or my hair or my actions or my words I don't do that because I live exactly how I want to live every day like unapologetically and that's how how unselfishly me even the name like it's not selfish to be who I want to be and to allow yourself to be that person and to give yourself permission because that's the thing it's like everyone else can tell you just do this do that you'll Mm. be amazing but if you're not allowing yourself to be that person you have to give yourself permission to do those things and to be that person so it's being your true self and allowing your true self to come out not like your ideal self who is who everyone else wants you to be or Mm -hmm. says you should be or the magazines say you should be that or you work in a corporate and they're like you need to be like this and you don't want to be like that because that's not who you are so it's allowing yourself the freedom to be who you are meant to be
0: Mm. or want to be so interesting because We live in a time where there's so much noise Mm. and I'm using this as kind of my own process to figure out who I am and trying to hopefully hear the voice a bit more. And I'm always listening to podcasts and kind of trying to listen to people. And I also feel like sometimes that might be adding to the noise. How would you suggest somebody figures out who they are? So they can better fight for that person and hopefully we'll bounce off to figuring out boundary setting. But what are some of those initial processes that you find have helped yourself and your clients as well to be able to find that?
1: So exactly what you said, there's so much noise, like everything, your phone especially, I think Mm. we're all guilty of. Yeah. (laughs) We are guilty of that.
0: Probably watching this on a phone. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, So getting quiet. So if you can go away even for one night by yourself, mm. I do that, but I have a child. So I do, solo, I, I do retreats for other people. So now I do solo retreats for myself. So I'll go every few months, I'll go for like one night away. And it's only when I do that, that I feel like I can be quiet. And actually, <clears throat> ask myself, my throat chakra. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I love... My throat um, chakra coming through. It's like... Beautiful it's like, um, vibrations. Speak the truth, girl. Um, so it's all about getting quiet. Because how can you ask yourself how you're feeling, how you're doing, what you want, what you need, when you have Netflix on, you scrolling your phone while you're trying to journal. You can't. When you're around people, you can't go quiet. And I mean, you're learning this in your yoga. It's like yeah. the meditation is so important. Yeah. So my first tip for people is to journal. And literally right there, who am I? Who do I want to be? What, am I happy in my job? Like, what do I want to do with my life? It's like when we were children, we wrote, dear diary. So you ask those questions. So journaling is so powerful and I don't think people learn how to do it properly. Do you know how to do it properly? You write a question and then you answer it. It's not that hard. So ask, who do I want to be? What do I want to change in my life? And you will answer it it's and it's not a conscious answering it'll be like your higher self so like your subconscious you'll actually start answering and you'll be so surprised what comes up so asking those questions and trying to do five minutes of journaling a day like stop scrolling for five minutes and actually do that if you can do it before you go to bed or first thing in the morning so when you you don't have the phone as a distraction yeah. um, that's the best time to do it and to ask those questions so what does self-love mean to me Mm. and ask that question because we are we never stop to ask ourselves any questions you're always asking other people how are you yes but yes. have you ever sat to say how am I how am I feeling today mm. like what is happening in my body oh I'm feeling anxious why am I feeling anxious oh because I've got this big presentation but why am I feeling anxious about it? like it's this whole unraveling yeah. that you can do you can do literally with a pen and paper so my first step is to do the journaling Journal. if you can do a five-minute meditation that also allows you
0: I, I will not lie, medi- meditation is, yes, yes. I was, I was going to yes. say, for me, I found that to sit and just be...
1: It's hard, it's so hard.
0: There are many things that seem easier, sit, into, <laughs> uh, sit in, a, in a movie theatre, sit and watch people sit, but to just sit with the thing you came in yeah, with yeah. and just park there is, yeah, is yeah. has been, for me, one of the most humbling experiences. Um, and it teaches me so much, and I find that I don't even need to go out and look at other people. It's like, ooh, there's, mm. there's discomfort. here.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: like, I don't, I don't know. Who's this guy. Yeah, closing the eyes for <laughs> an extended period. Uh, is this who I
1: am? Um,
0: and I think it's it's why I also tell people it's very good to have somebody who can support you, like yourself, who has walked the path, who understands mm. some of the pitfalls, who understands what... You could potentially find there because we all have lived a life and we might have traumas or things that we might not be aware of. And it's the trainers, it's the, the, the people who have learned and the teachers who generally help you through it. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. You need to feel safe. Hmm.
1: Um, some people might have had trauma and closing their eyes is not comfortable for them. That's another tip. Like if you've been through trauma and so closing your eyes is just like a no-go, then mm. it's just, you know, gently gazing down at the at the ground. So you're still going within. And guided meditation is so much better. So when you say meditation, everyone's like, <gasps> I don't want to sit <sighs> quiet for that long. But if you use an app, my favorite is Insight Timer. Um, if you do that, it's so good. Yeah. And um, it's the best one, technically. <laughs> but... You just listen, you find someone you like, I mean, there's so many, I love so many different people, Sarah Blondin, there's Mm -hmm. Koya Webb, There's I can give you a whole list, but you find someone whose voice resonates with you and their words, and you just pop on a five-minute meditation, you're listening to these words, if you're feeling anxious, search anxiety meditation, or self-love, or grounding, or... Enthusiast, whatever you need, you know, just typing that in and finding that meditation for you and it's actually so nice It's like listening to a story. It is. I think people complicate it too much. It's like journaling Everyone complicates it and makes it this huge thing where it's literally just asking yourself questions Um, And the same with meditation. It's just going quiet and listening to the little story that they're telling you and then seeing how you react to it And then journal after that and see what comes up Mm.
0: So when it comes to that, once you are kind of starting in that initial phase, I know there's a, there's a varying period for where you might end or how long it might take for you to end up where you ideally are wanting to be somebody who can assimilate certain situations in life in a more holistic and balanced mm-hmm. way. But where do you say somebody's healthy or as a, uh, a benchmark healthiness when it comes to their own self-love and how they are? so where what are some of those key marks that you feel
1: so there are so many different ones and you might feel healthy in your body but not healthy in your mind you might Mm. feel healthy and i think also life ebbs and flows so something could happen that now mentally you're not feeling where you should you could have a trauma a loss you could have disappointments but for me with the whole self-love um it's not being triggered so much like when you can respond instead of react to people, like you're not triggered by every situation. That's like when that's when you're not self-aware. It's when you're getting triggered by everything and then you don't actually notice afterwards. So I could be triggered by something and then I'm like, ooh, why was I triggered by that? Why did she make me feel like that? Uh, and then you realize. So when you become self-aware by doing the work on yourself and learning all these things, you're able to diffuse situations quicker as well. So it doesn't become this huge, like, bomb blast because you've just been pushing it down like oh no i'm just deal with this another time <laughs> you actually work through it yeah so for me like because i've worked in the health aspect of the outside for so long i'm not even worried about that anymore even when clients come to me for yoga or training i'm like cool let's work on the inside mm-hmm. first because as a byproduct the outside's going to change yeah. Whereas before, I was so focused on the outside and not and a little bit on the inside as the default. <laughs> and so now it's like flipped and it makes such a difference because you are so much healthier mentally, spiritually, emotionally by working on yourself mm-hmm. and loving, to learning to love yourself, which it is a journey, it's never going to end. But you, it changes everything in your life, so it makes everything else easier to navigate. Um, but the outside isn't so important to me when I'm working with clients anymore. I'm mm-hmm. like focused on the inside. And then when you're happier within yourself you will start to want to work on the outside, if that's what you want. Mm. You, not everyone needs to lose weight. That's not everyone needs to be a certain size. Yeah. Like, If that is your true self and who you feel most comfortable in and that is you, then that is your honor to yourself, is to be that person. So I think that's also like coming from that industry, like what I've learned through the years with this new brand and with the self-love brand, is like everyone needs to be who they want to be. Mm. And we are, it's not our job to tell them who they should be. They need to look within themselves and they need to say... Oh, this is me, this is me, this is who I am and I'm so happy and I'm so comfortable and then everyone else needs to honor that as well and say okay cool because some people are super healthy and you judge them because you think that, that because that's not your version of health yeah. and what you think healthy should look like but your mental health could be really terrible and you could be in the best shape of your life that's true. and that other person that you're judging is healthier than you in every aspect.
0: That's... <sighs> I tell people that could literally be the dichotomy of life, and I've come across it so many times. Sitting with a patient opposite me, and we are talking about how everything's great here, but you might be the antidepressants have to go up, mm. and this, and then anxiolytics, and so it's it's almost like. And I love, and I feel like we're gonna keep saying this: God, the inside. Like
1: we're just like. We're, just like, mm. we're gonna the inside.
0: <laughs> the inside is the thing that counts because it's also yeah. your barometer. It, it lets you know, okay, yeah, this is actually what I want. Because once you figure out what you want, then happiness, joy, and just a fulfillment also comes into play. But let's say we figured it out. Let's say we know what we want, but we also like people to be happy around us because we don't mm. want people to feel bad if we say no. Mm. But I kind of don't want to go to that thing because uh, my mom makes me feel not so great or I might be doing something on that day. But I'm Boundary a people setting. pleaser. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Because yeah, we like, want everybody to feel okay, good. Everyone. Yeah, everybody must be happy in my vicinity my boundaries like Mm. so how does somebody actually in a healthy way set a boundary and not necessarily hit somebody over the head with a club
1: (laughs) boundary i'm the queen of boundaries too
0: that's why i was asking you i figured i was in your (laughs) domain i was in your realm i might as well get the know-how
1: yeah i'll teach you so (laughs) thank you I think, and I was actually talking to someone the other day about it because I don't mind conflict anymore. I used to hate conflict, and I think it's because being a trainer for 14 years, you have to beg for your money half the time. Yeah. So I've always messaging clients, hey, don't forget you owe me money, and then, I love and then you have
0: the hey voice because that's how you start the message. Hey, hey, smiley face,
1: yes. sorry, all the oh. emojis, mm. yeah. all yeah. of the yeah. emojis, soften it, and then I'm like, just remind, him. and then I'll just send it every day. I'm that person that will resend the email every day until someone actually like a corporate whatever it is Mm. i'll resend and then i'm like oh thank you thank oh thanks so much for your payment that was so great so i don't mind conflict so i always have to i have to write scripts for my friends with boundaries Mm -hmm. to send to people um you can always just message me that's that's what i was hoping you were going to give me an inkling (laughs) of. it's you know a sandwich you have to do the compliment then and and then the compliment at the end yes you know just to make it nice and can't but boundaries are so important because and what I've learned I think we've all could go back to this and Brene Brown is so good with this she said that um you must choose discomfort you must choose what is it oh it'll come to me over discomfort over oh resentment there yes we go. you must choose discomfort over resentment so if you think about it when you're saying no to something you already you're like oh I can't say no to this what mm. excuse can I have You can be uncomfortable sending that message for five seconds, or you can resent that person for five days, five weeks, five months, five years.
0: That's actually very true.
1: Right? So it could be about a birthday party, it could be about moving in with someone, it could be moving out, it could be anything. And usually it's family orientated, I find. It could be work, but you would end up resenting that person and it never goes away. Yeah. Because you can still think of someone from five years ago that that person did this and, Mm -hmm. and, and, why am I not talking to that person again? Oh, I can't even remember what they did, but I remember that I don't like them and I resent them because we didn't say no. And we need to have boundaries within ourselves first and then have the boundaries with other people. So it's almost like making a manifesto for yourself. This is what I'm willing to put up with and this is what I'm not. So I also say boundaries is all about self-respect. Yeah. So you need to respect yourself enough to say no. Because if you don't and you're keeping a doormat, you're going to resent everyone and then they're going to keep coming after you. It's like if you have a colleague and then they're like, oh, please, I'm just going away. I'm I'm shooting out the door. Can you just do this um, report for me? And if you do it once they know they got you every time susan. they're like oh they yeah that's susan oh who's susan Oh no, no, oh, susan. We'll talk about okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'll script for susan yeah so they will take advantage every time because you're the weak link now you've yeah. said yes and they know oh i'm just gonna work on her oh shame she's a she's an empath especially if you're an empath and you love to people please they're like oh just get her to do that it'll be fine so it's having that respect and saying this is what i'm willing to put up with And I'm going to tolerate this, but I'm not going to tolerate that. So I think everyone's boundaries are different. And I say, when I have retreats, I always say to them, you know, if there are certain people that are really bad with you and family and you need to set hard lines, like draw, it's almost like drawing a permanent marker circle around yourself. Mm. There are some people that maybe, and you don't feel comfortable, like I'm like a permanent marker, I'm like, boom, done. Sorry, I'm here, you're there, it's not happening. But When you're learning to set boundaries, maybe it's a chalk line around you so that there's certain people that you choose where you want to blur the lines, not them. Sure. You need to choose where to blur the lines. And then, you know, some situations you can, okay, I'll do it. A little bit. But, you know, having that security of feeling you're inside, no one can get to you, you make the decisions. Um, And the thing with boundaries as well is it takes practice. And once you say no, you'll be so liberated that you'll be like, no, 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 no. You, like you have to practice feeling comfortable <laughs> saying comfortable no. With it, yeah. Like I always say, like practice with a friend even. Send me a message, tell me no. <laughs> or like saying it out loud. Mm. And once you, it's like muscle memory. Once you start saying it.
0: Then you're flexing on everybody. Exactly. It's just, you're, the, like, you're the no, no queen, no, no, no king. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I did the year of no. So there was that book that Chandra Rams wrote and it was like the year of yes. Yes, yeah. And I read it and then I'm like, I think it was actually 2020. I think I read it in 2019 and then 2020 came. I was like, ah, the year of no. But I said no and allowed myself to say no to every event or party or whatever, weddings. I allowed myself to say no. And it was so freeing. I was like, no, I'm doing the year of no. And it was Yeah, like you're jumping
0: into that fear point or leaning into a fear point. Um, David Goggins loves to talk about that. He's Mm. uh, he's the hammer type of uh, energy where he'll be like, you need to back yourself. But I think it all kind of comes together with being able to go, this is what I feel I'm worth. And to say no isn't necessarily a negative thing that I'm pushing on them, but it's something that I'm showing to myself. And I think that that is going to be a big takeaway message from just today and sitting down. And I Mm. know it's something I continuously try to work out on the gym. But Mm. speaking (laughs) of things that we need to do, I never let people go before they've given me a list. Now, this list... Varies from person to person, um, and I really need it to be quick, fast, quick fire, so you don't expect, ah, I do like this person, but this person's not in it. But for you, three of your top, be a teachers, gurus, a word I like to use, but not somebody who's necessarily kind of cultish element, but somebody who gives out information that's very useful and you found incredibly useful, your top three. First one, boom.
1: Okay, so uh, Brene Brown.
0: Brene Brown.
1: Um, Gabby, Just quickly, why? Why? Um, because she's all about boundaries, and yeah, I think she's good with boundaries and being vulnerable, vulnerability, okay. and sure. she's relatable. Get to that. Um, Gabby Bernstein, Gabby Bernstein for manifesting and trusting the universe and Just all that kind of stuff.
0: Bringing all that good stuff yeah. to you. And number three. Oh, three. Ooh. Oh, come on.
1: I want You've to say Oprah, so but that's so d- like.: lag- No, no, no. Okay. that's too that's, um,
0: uh, easy.
1: Huh. I'm trying to think who I am.
0: Unselfishly me. Oh,
1: myself. Um, the um,
0: podcast of Unselfishly <laughs> Me, absolutely incredible. Mind has given us so many experiences, multiple episodes, maybe even more than what we have, um, and, and talks about incredible journeys that everybody goes through. You were going to say that person, Yes, right? I was
1: going to say that person. She's, she seems amazing. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. I would have her. gone with that person thank first, you. but maybe
0: mm. that's just me. Hmm. Jane, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Um, we don't have a lot of time, but that just means that we can have you on more episodes mm, and clearly there's a lot more work that people need to know about and hopefully i can also learn from it's been another episode of med Shield movement connect show with another phenomenal human and me just absorbing <laughs> the information just feeling very very unselfishly you know very lovingly uh see you guys next time dr fair signing off